0: What is that? Lewis muttered disbelievingly under his breath. It was a three-story building built like a giant ziggurat, with each square story smaller than the one beneath it. The top one finished in a peaked roof. Each tier used the roof of the one below as balcony space, giving it the air of a castle meant to be defended against siege, and the doors were twelve feet tall and bronze. Around them were massive blocks and crinellations done in blue and white tile with gold rosettes showing an eight-pointed star, while above it a row of bronze shields were surmounted by the five-pointed star within a circle of the American Legion. Don't you think it's a bit much? It looks like the Ishtar Gate, Mitch said. Louis looked at him sideways, and he shrugged. Babylon! Jerry went on and on about it for a while. Same blue and white tiles, same rosettes. Henry finished paying the cabbie and joined them, a jovial smile on his face. Well, boys, how do you like our Legion post? We built it three years ago, and we're still doing some work inside. Not that the grill isn't up and running. And I've got to say our cook is a pretty talented guy. It's real nice, Mitch said. Louis nodded. Henry clapped Lewis on the shoulder. Can't tell Alma I'm not treating you right. Got to show you all the amenities of our little burg. You've been very kind, Lewis said awkwardly. It was true, Mitch thought, that Henry had certainly been pulling out all the stops this week. And he was paying through the nose to boot. It made sense to a certain extent. Henry was paying Gilcrest Aviation nicely to have Mitch and Lewis spend a week in LA test piloting the improvements to the next generation of Terriers. It made sense to spend the money not only for the guys who had won the Great Passenger Derby, but also Mitch had to admit that there probably weren't many pilots in the country who'd spent as much time in the cockpit of a Terrier as he had, or who knew her quirks and whims half as well. He'd put them up in a top hotel Wined them and dined them, and made sure they didn't lack for a thing. It was starting to make Mitch suspicious. Henry never gave something for nothing, and while he knew he was worth every penny paid for his time in the air, this was going over the top. About as over the top as the Hollywood American Legion Post. At home, they had an old converted barn. Still, this was Friday night, the last night of the second week in November and tomorrow they'd be flying home. "'Come on in, boys,' Henry said, leading them up the steps. There was a fellow at the door, a big burly guy who'd no doubt served himself and did double duty as the doorman and bouncer. But he knew Henry. "'Good evening, Mr. Kershaw,' he said. "'Evening, Mac,' Henry said. "'This is Major Sorley and Captain Segura.' They're both from a post in Colorado. They're my guests tonight. Gentlemen, the doorman said, opening the big bronze portals like something out of the Old Testament. Inside, things were just as over the top. The antechamber was domed with stained glass windows, an abrupt change from Ishtar Gate to Alhambra in a way that would be guaranteed to make Jerry's head hurt. The grill's down in the basement, Henry said. He winked. Full service. Which meant it was as much a bar as restaurant, which suited Mitch just fine at this point in the week. He reckoned the Legion wasn't much worried about a vice raid. There was enough money in this post to pay some serious kickbacks. The grill was domed, too, but paneled in dark walnut. The effect was surreal. Combination Gentleman's Club and Moroccan Palace, with white-coated waiters and Art Deco light fixtures an adjacent billiards room, and a giant falcon-headed statue of Horace that clashed wildly with the full Edwardian dinner service. Lewis blinked, and Mitch leaned over. Now we know where Henry gets his design ideas, Mitch whispered. The decor on Henry's airship had been Mission Meets Mars, with chrome and cowhide. Lewis tried not to laugh, but he did at least crack a smile and relax a little bit. This was not at all Lewis's scene. The waiter presented each of them with a menu printed on heavy vellum as they settled into their seats. No prices listed, of course, and Mitch twitched an eyebrow. Surely they had some members who'd care what dinner would cost.